Greetings, Javia Churches, and greetings to those joining us from elsewhere. You're all very welcome. This is Colin, and we have our podcast for the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. If you look at the website, you'll see the, the various information. Um, the prayer meeting meets in Linton at half past six on Tuesday evenings. And there'll be a songs of praise on the Sunday the 20th at 6 p.m. at the Green at Kirkietum. So we're looking forward to that. And a reminder, the food bank always needs help, and especially tins of tomatoes and vegetables and soup. Our call to worship. Holy God of sun and wind, dance through the space today. Holy God of sea and storm, Make us wonder at the glory around us. Holy God of creation and new beginnings, show us again your vision of healing and wholeness. We sing one of the the Psalms, the Lord of heaven, confess. And let us pray. Surprising and mysterious God, you come to us when we least expect it, calling us out of our routines and plans, inviting us to follow Christ into new opportunities. We praise you for the many ways you come to us. At moments of fear, you speak words of reassurance. In moments of doubt, you reach out your hand to hold. In moments of turmoil, You bring calm to the storm. You are faithful to us through everything life can bring. And so we place our trust in you this day and every day and honour you as our Redeemer and Saviour. When we look at your magnificence, we confess that often we fail to see you. Forgive us and help us. When we drown your voice in noise and busyness and forget to still ourselves to listen to you, forgive us and help us. And when we look for you and good and holy people that fail to see you and those who make us uncomfortable, forgive us and help us. 
hear us as we cry, reassure us with your love, surround us with the warmth of your grace and your ever-present forgiveness. For you are a kind and gentle God who calls us out to bring us home. And now we join in our family prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We turn to the Gospels, to Matthew chapter 14, and reading from verse 22. Immediately Jesus made the disciples go into a boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves, because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out down from the boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Amen. And God bless this reading from God's holy word. Amen. We sing again, and it's the hymn 509, Jesus Calls Us O'er the Tumult.
and we have our, our prayer. Gracious God, as we go out into the world, we pray that we may reflect your love in our families, in our church, in our community, so that the world can witness that we are followers of Christ. Still our hearts and minds as you calmed the storm and stilled the waters when you were on earth, and help us to worship you, the Son of the living God. Amen. Earlier this week, I visited a friend in Carlisle. We drove down the Cumbrian coast to Ravenglass, which apparently was a safe port for the Romans. But next door to Ravenglass is Moncaster Castle, which apparently is one of the most haunted houses in Britain. I can't say I noticed. It seemed a happy place to me. There were wonderful displays of hydrangea. There were displays of owls and even vouchers. However, apparently if you spend a night there, it's supposed to be quite eerie. Maybe the disciples would have been terrified. For certainly in our gospel reading today, they were convinced that they had seen a ghost who seemed to be coming straight towards them. It was really quite scary. Jesus had fed the 5,000. He was exhausted. Remember when the, the woman with the hemorrhage touched him? Power went out of him. So feeding the, the crowd, the multitude, would have been exhausting work. He needed time away. He went off by himself. And as he was going, he told the disciples to make their way to the other side of the lake. And there they would all meet up again. The other side of the lake was Gentile territory. But Jesus told them they would meet there. And so off they went. But as they were traveling, the wind changed, the weather changed, a storm started to brew. Of course, some of the disciples were fishermen. They were professionals. They knew the score. Storms didn't happen that often, but they would have known what to do. However, it's not pleasant being caught up in a storm. Even on my trip to, to Moncaster, we then drove back up to the Callway, the, the Solway coast, and the water was grey and choppy. What, not what you would expect in early August, but I thought I wouldn't like to be out in that. And so it was for the disciples. Matthew describes their predicament in vivid detail. The wind howling, the waves surging, buffeting them as they, they sailed. And it seemed to last most of the night. So that the disciples would have been exhausted and cold from all their business of trying to keep the boats upright. No wonder that when they saw a figure suddenly appear in the water, that they thought it was a ghost. Who else would be there in the middle of the lake? They didn't seem to recognize that it was our friend Jesus. Jesus was walking on the water. He came to the rescue. All they needed to do was wait till he reached the boat and take control of the situation. That's what I would have done. Just stay put. 
But dear, impetuous Peter seemed to think differently from his friends. He saw Jesus and, and he called out to him. He didn't say, oh, come, come, quickly. But what he said is, tell me to come closer to you. If you invite me, then I'll come. And Jesus said, come. And Peter started to clamber over the side of the boat, began to tread in the water towards Jesus. But then when he became conscious of the wind and the waves, he lost his concentration and began to sink. He took his eyes off Jesus. But Jesus reaches out and saves him, takes him by the hand, and they go into the boat, and the storm calms down. Now, I'm interested in what Peter did. He strode out into the storm. He didn't let fear control him or the darkness dictate his behavior. He didn't stay passively in the boat. But rather, he did as Jesus was doing. And that meant getting out of the boat, letting go of his fears, taking the risk, and walking in the water too. We can be surrounded by storms. The world's not in a good way, with wars, with displacement, with wildfires engulfing Hawaii. There was a conference about the Amazon this week. The rainforest is still shrinking as loggers continue to intimidate the indigenous tribes. We can have our own storms in our lives about health, about the future. Sometimes they can threaten to overwhelm us. The world can be a fearful place. But Peter's example shows that we can confront our fears and worries if we but look to Jesus. And if we but seek to do as Jesus is doing. We sometimes need to take the plunge, keep our eyes on Jesus, and seeing what he does. We can strive to forgive, for that's what Jesus does. We can learn to be more generous, for that's what Jesus does. We can respect each person, for that's what Jesus does. We can pray and love for our neighbours. We can break down barriers. We can open arms wide with compassion. For that's what Jesus does. We can pick up our cross. For that's what Jesus does. Yes, we may take our eyes off Jesus and sometimes flounder. Well, what, what Peter discovered was that Jesus was at hand to save. And we know that in the storms of our life, we can call out, and Jesus is at hand. For 2,000 years, men and women have been keeping their eyes on Jesus in troubled times and have discovered a freedom by trusting in him. So let us take our eyes from the storm and focus on Christ and start moving towards him and do as he does. 
In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The hymn 542, Lord, speak to me that I may speak. Let us pray. Faithful God, bless the gifts we bring to you today. Use them and use us to plant seeds of faith and hope and love in the world so that your goodness will flourish and your name be honoured for Christ's sake. Miraculous God, you calmed the storm that the disciples were experienced out in the, experiencing out in the sea. But we look around our world and we see so many storms. And the summer has made many realize how much damage we've done as we've destroyed, as the natural world has been destroyed by storm, by wildfire. We pray for all those places around the world where the ecological damage is greatest, for those in Greece and Italy and Hawaii and Haiti and Indonesia, throughout the global south. We think of the people who suffer the most in these places, the poor and the sick and infirm, young children. Lord, we complain about the rain spoiling the summer, but for many the weather is a matter of life and death. Help us to open our eyes to the effect our way of life is having on those in other parts of the world. We pray for the storms of life <coughs> throughout the world. Miraculous God, you saw how Israel's sons treated their brother Joseph, but you stayed with Joseph and protected him. And so we pray for situations where there's sibling rivalry, where there's war between nations. We remember those in Ukraine and, and Moldova and Georgia and Russia, North and South Korea, Myanmar, Palestine and Israel, Taiwan, South and Sudan and Sudan itself. Make us people of peace and reconciliation and equip us to help those physically and mentally and psychologically hurt. 
we remember the storms of the world. We also remember those like Joseph who found themselves in countries other than their own, trying to make the best of it. We remember all asylum seekers and refugees and the anguish that they must be enduring. We remember those who are sold in our world today or exploited by sex traffickers. Miraculous God in Jesus, you look with compassion on those struggling with life. And so we pray for those caught up in storms, for those who have lost loved ones dear to them. Be with them in their grieving. For those who are in hospital or in homes, for those depressed, disturbed, lonely, in a moment of silence, we bring them before you. And we remember all who have departed this life in faith. And thank you for the inspiration their example gives to us who are left to continue this life. So we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And our closing hymn is 737, Will Your Anchor Hold? May the blessing of God the Father be upon us as we venture out into the world to live to the glory of God's name. And may the blessing of God the Son be upon us as we step out in faith to serve Jesus Christ as faithful disciples. And may the blessing of the Holy Spirit be upon us as we listen to the promptings of God's Spirit at one with our neighbours, with ourselves and with God. And so go in peace. God's blessing be with you all. Amen.